Hello, my name is Asha, and I am also known as the Intuitive Wanderess. Welcome to the magical and mystical space where we dive deep into what it means to trust ourselves and follow our own paths. Join me as we manifest a life that meets our heart's desires, filled with abundance and fun. welcome back I am I'm having like honestly non-stop downloads non-stop shifts that's just happening and I just can't help myself I have to share it with you all let's start here I love and this hasn't always been the case, but I really, really love being so deeply seated <laughs> in my feminine energy. And I wanna reiterate and remind you, feminine energy is not based on gender. It's not based, based on orientation. It's not based on just relationships. Like feminine energy is within every single one of us, within everything, everything that exists. It's a part of us, just like there is with masculine. And um, I have really just been diving so deep into my feminine essence and really working with it allowing it receiving uh <sighs> I don't even know where to start I don't even know where to start one of the things about being a woman from my experience one of the things about fully diving deep into who the fuck I am it has been becoming selfish as all get out and I've really had to kind of understand what being selfish meant because I didn't quite understand it before. Before I looked at selfish as such a negative thing. Like I can't be selfish because I'm taking away from people. I'm taking away from others and that's not a good thing to do. It's not a good girl. Being selfish, that's not a good human being. What's wrong with you? We're supposed to be of service. We're supposed to give and give and give to other people. And it's like, mm, something's not clicking here. But I would continue to experience uh, guilt. I would continue to experience shame for the things that I'm naturally desiring. Me naturally desiring to be in a space where I'm not being bothered by people. I would feel guilty for the people that want to spend time with me. Me being in a space of wanting to eat something, but it's not good for me. Like, it just was, it just hasn't been making sense. It hasn't been making sense for a while. And I really, you know, wanted to understand, um, I wanted to understand what it means to feel guilt and shame from my personal experience. And I'm starting to realize that just like every feeling that I have, it is feedback. Feedback that is trying to show me something, that's trying to get me back on the path of feeling good, 
which for me feeling good is feeling godly <laughs> feeling good is being connected to god and yeah like i've just oh my gosh i've just been getting so clear on things and some of the things that i've gotten clear on is i get to be selfish because i'm not here to give <laughs> i'm not here to give in the sense that i've been giving the giving that depletes me the giving that is outside of who i really am the giving that feels like it's a necessity i have to do this um i'm giving in the sense of overflow right i'm filling my cup up really embracing enjoying life really receiving the abundance that's around me and through that as my cup fills up and overflows i get to give that to you I get to share that so as my cup is overflowing i am just oozing with desire to share this information with you as i am being filled up with love by the people around me in my life i'm oozing with the desire to give love to other people around me right as i'm filling my own cup of love doing it for myself self-care self-love uh you know giving myself the attention i deserve i need i'm oozing with love like that's my offering as the goddess that i am that's my offering as the human that i am that's fully engulfed and and embodied in her feminine energy and i truly believe that this is this is just divine feminine essence of women like this is our purpose and we have been operating in a very masculine sense where we have felt that we need to give and sacrifice and it has been the result or should i say it's been the cause for a lot of um, physical ailments um, mental depletion depression anxiety um, low sexual libido so many things so many things that we've even pms things that we even think are normal to feel pain within our body to disconnect with our body stay so heavy in our heads it's like that's not how it's supposed to be you're you're not supposed to to feel that way and the reason why you're feeling these experiences of pain in the body and discomfort the reasons why you're feeling um, guilt and shame and frustration and, and low energy is because your body is trying to tell you that you need to be shifting into something that's going to make you feel good. But oftentimes we just accept that for what it is and we stick to the storyline that I just can't have it all. I'm not able to have it all because X, Y, and Z. And I have really that just has not been sitting well with me for a very long time and it has even though it hasn't been sitting well with me for a while it still takes a level of courage to step out into a collective society that says you can't have it all you're not supposed to always feel good if you want to feel good buy this product do this do that to step outside of that thought dynamic and really say I'm going to trust myself here. I'm just, just going to go out on a limb and I'm going to go ahead and decide to feel good. I'm going to decide to embrace and embody all it is that I'm desiring now 
and I'm going to decide that I get to have all of it now, yeah, I'm going to do that. And there's been plenty of times where I've done that and I've been terrified to do it because it's like, oh my gosh, there's still a part of me that's deeply fearful of doing things wrong. And the reality is there's, you can do no wrong, sweetheart. You can do no wrong. And I really, really want women especially to realize this. It breaks my heart to know that so many of us do not fully express who we are as women because we are afraid that we can do something wrong and as a result we lose safety we lose security we lose love we lose that's what we think and it's heartbreaking and as a collective as not just you as an individual woman but as all of us over generations we have been in this paradigm where it's like if i wear the the uh, clothes that are inappropriate then the consequence is i'm subject to being attacked or i'm subject to being um in a space that's not safe for me um and it's so natural for us to embrace our sexual energy and so natural for us to show up in the way that feels best for us that's an outdated paradigm that's an outdated program and it's absolutely terrifying at times to own that but I'm here and I don't know who else is here but it's time it's definitely time I think the other thing that has really been tapping in like I've just been tapping into is the fact that for so long I haven't been able to fully embody my desire my desires and what I mean by embody embodying my desires I'm meaning really owning my desires like recognizing that the ask is just as enticing exciting and pleasurable as receiving so me wanting to have more energy or a healthy body is not just so that I can experience the pleasure when I get that, but experiencing the pleasure in the ask, just the fact that I want that and I can imagine that and I can think of that and I can feel how I would feel being energetic and having an amazing body and feeling good in my skin. It's like, you get to literally have that desire. You get to have all the feelings, the good feelings that come with that desire now as it's physically manifesting in this reality. Where I have struggled to embody these kind of desires is um, when I'm not fully claiming them. And the reason why I'm not claiming them is because I have multiple desires and they seem to be contradicting. So I don't know if you listen to my podcast, but on the Intuitive Wanderers podcast, I have an episode that talks about guilt and shame. And in that episode, I talk about how when you're feeling guilty, oftentimes it's con contrasting desires. If you are feeling guilty because you said no to someone, uh, maybe it's like somebody asked you if they, you can do them a favor and you're like, no, I can't but you feel guilty. It's because you have two separate perceiving, separate 
desires. One desire is, no, I don't want to do this because that doesn't feel like a fun task, a good task. It's just a no for me. But then there's another part of you that wants to be available to people, who wants to share, to be of service, to collaborate, to, to be in good standing with people. So for you, it's a perception. You're interpreting that you can't have both. So you go to self-preservation and you end up going for the desire that is going to preserve you, which is that desire that said no. But you're still carrying this guilt of, probably should have said yes because I want to be in good standing with this person or I want to support this person or what if I need them later? And yeah, like it's one of those outdated paradigms. We're kind of past that now, right? But when you have these desires that are contrasting, they seem to be contrasting, it splits your energy and it makes it difficult for you to fully ground yourself and fully embody what it is that you're asking for. So if I'm asking if a desire that I have is to have a healthy body and I fully want to embrace that, it's hard to embrace it when you have thoughts of, oh, that means I can't have my favorite cake. Oh, that means I have to be on a very strict diet. Oh, that means I have to count calories. Oh, that means that I have to restrict myself and I can't have this. And I, so you have all of these things that you think you have to do. Then you also have the desire of, oh, I want to be healthy, but I want it to be fun and I want it to be easy and I want to still have the cake. <laughs> <laughs> right? So all of these contrasting desires, because you're perceiving them and saying, I can't have it all. I can't have it all. That's too much like that. I just can't have it all. You short yourself. You stop yourself from fully embracing the journey and enjoying and embodying this desire or these desires because you don't understand how fucking powerful you are. I'm just going to say that. You you do not understand how powerful you are. And once I recognized that having desires that are contrasting, that are contradictory, like when I embraced all of them, that's when I got my power. That's literally when I got my power. My power came so strong. Things shifted so quickly because I was like, I get to have it all. I really get to have it all. Even when it came to, I had quit my job, my corporate job, and um, I was terrified because I had been working there for several years. You know, it, it's that paradigm that corporates or corporations are safer, and I had great benefits and great pay, and things are good on the outside. But the divine feminine energy in me is like, bitch, no. <laughs> you need to be doing more with your energy. And I struggled with that because I couldn't come to a decision. And honestly, this is pointing to another piece, which is procrastination or like hesitation. I also talked about, you know, I'm just totally plugging in my podcast now. I talked about in another episode how resistance is indecision. And once again, it's really tapping into the fact that we have like this, these split energies, which prevent us from making a really bold, powerful 
choice, right? A bold, powerful choice that's full of force, full of energy, and that's going to get us to where we want to be. But when we have things like resistance and hesitancy due to our limiting beliefs or due to the fact that we don't think we can have it all, we hesitate, we slow down, we procrastinate, we self-sabotage, we do these things where in reality we're just using our power that we have to, you know, in multiple energies, multiple directions that are not serving us. So when I quit my job, um, when I finally decided to quit my job, I remember putting in my two weeks notice and I did the best that I could. I made sure my savings were good for about a year. Um, I organized, I did everything that I could possibly think of that would help me really embrace this decision that I was making. And I remember when I put in the two week notice and it hit me. Like I was looking through my journals of when I had first decided that I wanted to do this. And literally a couple of months later coming to this point where I'm actually physically making this decision. I had never felt so powerful. And the reason was the power was really coming from the fact that I felt so fucking alive. Like I felt completely alive because I recognized out of all of the days that I have spent in the last years complaining, I just made a choice that's in my favor that supports me and it was made by me, right? It was made by me so it showed me in that moment how powerful I was. It also was super... um enticing and it made me feel really alive because I really was in a space of unknown there were certain things that I could control and I tried to handle but there was also a lot of things that I had no idea what could happen so it really gave me a space to imagine in my favor um, and also to kind of get rid of the the imagination that was at my demise <sighs> but it was an amazing time <laughs> It was an amazing time and a hell of a journey. And it's still been a journey. Um, but one of the affirmations that I had was, I get paid to be myself. And ironically enough, I ended up going back to my job where my job actually like reached out to me and was like, hey, they reached out to me for about a good six months to ask me to work with them again. And um, I decided to work with them, but my energy levels, my vibration was just different. I was a different person. So I was more empowered to ask for what I wanted, um, to do only what felt good to me. And um, yeah, it was just really incredible because once again, it showed me like, I'm always at the source. I'm always at the cause of what I'm experiencing. And yeah, it was just, it was incredible because I really got to point out the fact that I get to have it all. I get to be paid to be myself. And even now, I had to realize like me working for this corporation, in addition to me doing my own businesses, I'm not here to be of service. I'm not here to be of service to you. I'm not here to be of service to the company that I'm working for. I'm not here to be of service to other clients and customers. I'm actually here to show up authentically as myself. And that is actually me being of service. Me being of service is no longer me giving to the point where I'm depleting myself, giving to the point of inauthenticity, giving to the point of I have to take so much away from me in order to keep you happy. That just doesn't fit anymore. 
the company that reached out to me and said, hey, we need you back, they wanted me back for me. So that is all I needed to know in order to show up and say, you want me back? Thank you. It's a pleasure to work with you. It's a pleasure to be, you know, in, in collaboration with you. And it's going to go this way because you hired me for me. You hired me to be my most authentic self. And I'm going to do that. And I'm going to hit all of what it is that you're hoping to get done my way. Because that's why you hired me. That's my unique gift. Same thing with, you know, my my um, energy and time that I'm spending now with building this business towards coaching and creating courses. I am here to share my most authentic expression with each and every one of you. And if it resonates, I have offerings. If it doesn't, that's fine. So I'm no longer in this space where I'm like, oh my gosh, what does the customer need? What does the customer need? I trust that the customers who need me will find me because that's what always happens. That is when I'm in my most divine feminine energy is when I'm selfish. When I am selfish and say, this is what I want, it just so happens to benefit every single person. Every single person. It's interesting because I was thinking about, I was thinking about, um, like, for example, as women, especially when we are as a collective like we have the we want to be liked right as women we want to be liked that's just what it is and if you really can say you don't want to be liked then all right cool but i think for a majority of women we do want to be liked we want to be seen and appreciated and i used to question that desire and be like why do i need validation from other people but when i looked at it from a bigger perspective when I looked at it from a perspective of me being deeply in my feminine energy, me being deeply in my feminine energy, and if I'm in my feminine energy, then that means everything outside of me is in masculine energy, right? Or everything I'm interacting with is in masculine energy. So my man, masculine energy, but also my friends, whether male or female, are in their masculine energy if they are going to be interacting with me, so long as I'm fully deeply in my feminine energy. God. <laughs> or the universe or whatever you want to call it masculine energy right now right and it can shift i can turn into my masculine energy and what i'm interacting with is in its feminine but as i'm in my feminine energy my desires that i'm asking for which is i'm desiring to be liked by others it's going to it's going to create an opportunity for others around me, especially those who are in the most non-resistant space, to act in a way that aligns with what it is that I'm asking. Acts in a way where the masculine energy within them is here to support the feminine energy with me, within me. So if I'm saying I want to be desired, then I'm sorry, I want to be, um, yeah, I want to be desired and I want to be uh, liked then their masculine energy no matter who it is if it's if it's the boss if it's a friend if it's the cousin if it's the niece the child the the, the audience you all with my desire to be liked and your masculine energy 
that's non-resistant and it wants to support me, you're going to like me. You're just going to like me. You might not know why. You might have your own reasonings. Oh, I like her because of her earrings. Oh, I like her because she's kind. Oh, I like her because she's unapologetic or she's funny or she looks weird. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The reasons, I don't care. All I know is I fully embrace my desire to be liked. And as a result, all of the non-resistant masculine energy that comes towards me likes me. And how is that a benefit how is my desire a benefit to those around me, to all of humanity? Because we all want to feel good. And when you like someone, that makes you feel good. How many times have you seen something that you liked and it made you feel good? Interacted with someone that you liked and it made you feel good. So not only is it benefiting me, it's benefiting you. Not only did I fully sit in my feminine energy so I didn't have to manipulate you. I didn't have to control you. I didn't have to force you. I literally inspired you energetically. You made the decision on your point because that's what masculine energy does. They act based on their own choice, not by being told. They volunteer. They don't get voluntold. <laughs> and through that interaction, that energetic interaction, everyone wins. Everyone wins. Take this a step further as women, we want to feel safe. We want to feel safe in our bodies. We want to feel safe in this world. So when you really embrace and own that desire that I get to be safe and I'm going to embody that and feel that and embrace that, you forge the opportunities in the past for all of masculinity, whether it's God making a way for you, whether it's the universe making a way for you, whether it's the men that see you, whether it's uh, uh, male and females and kids, all of them are going to do their due diligence to make you feel safe. So that brings me to my, my, my almost final part point, which is we in our feminine energy have to fully decide, embrace, claim, and own our desires in order for them to be manifested. That's it. We don't have to figure out how. We don't have to, to do it all. Sometimes your masculine energy is going to be a part of the collective that makes it happen for you. Sometimes it's your inspired action and the things you do to make yourself feel safe, like creating boundaries or not going in certain areas at night or whatever the case may be. But it all started from you making a choice, you making a full decision and fully embodying that desire and saying, I get to have it. So when we do that, especially when we think that our desires are contradictory and we say, I get to have it all. I get to be paid to be myself while also doing what feels fun to me, while also getting a lot of free time, while also interacting with amazing people, while also doing it the exact way that I want to do it. Like I get to do all of that. Doesn't matter how it looked before. It doesn't matter that other people say, well, you can't make that much money and barely work any hours. I don't care what y'all think. And you shouldn't neither. Because all you have to do, your permission slip, your ignition start is just embracing that desire. Because masculine energy is going to move mountains for you. It moves mountains for you. And we see this, and this is why I absolutely adore men. 
I adore men. Men are always providing for us. They're always showing up for us. But a lot of the times, if I'm being completely honest and truthful here, we as women do not fully make a decision in what it is that we want because we have our own shit. We have our own guilt and shame and programming that says we can't have this and we can't do that. So we project it out onto these men who have to mirror back to us what it is that we've decided. I did decide that the man gets to show up for me full heartedly and be monogamous. So then as a result, I attract these men who are going to meet this desire or, or, you know, anti-desire of me not fully committing and saying, well, men don't get to commit to me. So then I meet non-committal men. That's really all it is. That's really all it is, but that's gonna be a conversation for another day. I hope this resonates with you. Um, ultimately, as women, as beings in our feminine energy, we get to be selfish because being selfish is selfful. Being selfful is soulful. Being soulful is being so full that you overflow in abundance so everyone is blessed. It's just that simple. And we also get to be bad girls, right? The reason why we love these superstars and celebrities who have this edge and bad girl image is because they decide what it is that they want despite the rules. They break the rules. They do what works for them. And we all just follow right along because we're like, yeah, 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 that, that works. <laughs> that works, right? So as women, we we truly get to embrace what it is that we need and want unapologetically and the world supports it your man is going to support it the minute you decide the world your 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 clients your customers your jobs your friends your kids they're going to support it the minute that you decide so yeah i'm gonna end it here i love you all so much you missed it um i had my sushi today but i figured I had a lot more to say and I didn't want to get the sushi in the way. So yeah, um, still in the car, still talking to you all. I love you so much. I hope this really does resonate with you and until next video, take care.